Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that isn't sure if birds are real. But idiot robots, we've got that covered. This is Hysteria 51. I know you are, but what am I? Um, Regretful mm-hmm. I'm here? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, and broadcasting from the very same location for the first time in well over 18 months. From this location, it is my pleasure to say hello to none other than Mr. Brent Hand in person. Yes, John, we are actually here. so good <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i just have one question who's pe- who's peaches and who's herb well i think we both know the answer to that john we do you're both peaches you sickly sweet soft lumpy meat sacks <laughs> well you know um, uh, i'll say this I-, I guess it's it's good to know that some things never change john yeah john 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 j-o-h-n john cheesiest yeah. of cheese and almost on cue <laughs> almost yeah, seriously but brent there's no time for robot tomfoolery I have a super special surprise for you. Am I the father? Is that what we're getting at? <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen each other in 18 months. A lot of things can happen. Hold on. I've got, I've got the envelope. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, we have to change the name. So Morty uh, for legal reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I do. I do have a surprise. I do love surprises. It's a 1991 Fighter of the Month calendar, isn't it? Because that's that's what I've been asking for. <laughs> well, now, admittedly, I didn't say it would be a welcome Not surprise. Not 1991 Firebirds from the year 1991. From the year, ni- right, yeah. right. I didn't say it would be a welcome surprise, just that it would be a surprise. Mm-hmm. So, all right, harken back to yesteryear when we were always recording in the studio. And there was a, a certain guest no. that we mm. always said isn't welcome back. No, dude. And he literally hasn't been back since. No. What's everyone knowing about? That's right. He's back and better than ever for likely the last time. Pepper. Pecker. His bad fucking is Pecker. <laughs> Joseph, welcome back to the lower fourth. Gentlemen, glad to be back. It's been a while. It has been a very long while. It's been longer than the 18 months that John yeah. and I. So, Joe, what the hell have you been doing during this, the, you know, the, the, the plague lands and the plague wars of the pandemic? Pandemic? Like bird flu? <laughs> no, I, I literally mean COVID. Co-who? I, I don't know, man. 
Whatever you're rambling about, I saw a while back you got a new studio, so I figured I'd wait outside till the next episode. <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> I know I'm used to you being outside of my house. How long have you been outside of the studio here? A while. I don't know. I brought some books. <laughs> but uh, I also heard <laughs> that we were going to be talking about the topic that, frankly, I can't believe we haven't even talked about before because, like the Nazis, it pretty much runs through the gamut of everything notable in the 20th century in America from Kennedy's assassination to it's Vietnam, true. everything. It, it, it just feels real. I This <laughs> might be the one that... I said that with a straight face, like <laughs> like I needed to sell it. <laughs> This might be the one that before we even get to the first break that I just raise my hands up in the air and I go, yep, I believe it. I mean, it's airtight. It is. It is. Airtight. Oh. Oh. So so two two years later, we were waiting for that. (laughs) So anyway, it's been a long time and you are right. We couldn't have you back without a, I almost said dumb. A really important topic like this <laughs> well, one. And, and before we get to the topic, also, shout out to you, Brent. Uh, we are, not only are we yeah, back we together, yeah, yeah, not yeah. only are we back together, but we are in the new Fourth Hand Studios. I am, as you're hearing the, the chair squeaking and stuff, I'm grabbing my my phone so I can take, lean in real quick and I'll, I'll, I'll throw a picture of you fine young cannibals. There we go. And producer Lisa's off to the side. She's literally eating. She hasn't stopped eating since we've been in studio. She's also the thinnest one here. Somehow that's fair. That's But that's always how it works, right? right. Uh, <laughs> wasn't that the main impetus for the new studio? You you couldn't fit a cafeteria into that's, your uh, into your house? Yeah, and I'm glad you guys, you guys met Midge. She runs the cafeteria <laughs> and janitorial services. <laughs> Lunch lady Doris. <laughs> There's a lot of meat in these mattresses. I know how you like them sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, Brent, well done on the studio. Looks great. Thanks. It doesn't even stink yet. You yeah, know? I, like, yet. Uh, the part where he said yet is the part that has me full well, of dread. They tell me that that Glade plug-in or whatever it is lasts 30 days, so well, here's the thing. I'm going to push that to 40 <laughs> if I can. I lived with this motherfucker in college, and I'm just saying yet is probably a key word. <laughs> All joking aside, I actually, Lisa and I have a very clean house. We, we keep it's a true. very clean house, and it always bothers me a little when people come over and they go, oh, wow, your house is clean, and I go... I don't know how to take that. (laughs) (laughs) What are you you implying, sir or madam? Uh, A thank you and please leave now, I think is what I'm getting at. But before, what we really need to get at, the the, the topic, and it's it's oh so important. It's something that affects all of us. Birds aren't real. Herpes? Oh. Uh, (laughs) Birds aren't real, right. Speaking of college, John's college. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Callback. Many of you have probably heard of this, but for those that are uninitiated, I would say several, several, several of, you, of yeah. you have probably heard of this. Up to dozen, <laughs> yes. But for those dozen of you, and dozen, that well are, over two, <laughs> but no, but no more than four. Uh, those of you who are uninitiated, let's start from the beginning. There's a dude. His name is Peter Mackendo. And he's been Which the, right there, Pete McIndoe, just does not roll off the tongue. I'm already in. I'm already in all the way. You're already in. I mean, it's no Swerdlow, but, <laughs> you know. But what is? He's also, it's just a regular human name. He's just a regular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for your human bird. I mean, birds. So, McIndoe has been the primary face of the Birds Aren't Real movement, or we might say bar movement for short. Uh, Not to be mis- mistaken with the biblical biblical archaeology review. That's true. That's which true. Which goes by bar. <laughs> I have all the back issues. They go back a while, too. Yeah, who who <laughs> um, Anyway, McIndoe says he didn't create Birds Aren't Real or originate the group, but rather just works there. <laughs> Whatever. Regardless, the premise I'm just is just doing my job. Yeah, I mean, right. what do you want from me? He's like the the henchman in the uh, James Bond movies. I thought you were going to say the Foot Clan in Teenage Mutant. Well, Ninja yeah, Turtles. I would. I've got to imagine they get a salary, don't they? I, I mean, why else would they just get maybe the some shit beat out of them by turtles all That's day? That's the only one thing. That was one of the greatest parts of the original Austin Powers. Yes. where they showed the life of the henchman. the life of the yeah. henchman was incredible. <laughs> your dad's well, not going to make it to your birthday party. It's like, and ever by the way. Again. Take note, 
Simpsons reference number one. I mean, it's like when Hank Homer goes to work for Hank Scorpio <laughs> as head of their doomsday device <laughs> development team. <laughs> Oh, oh that's, we, yeah, we, 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 we both, you you got a simultaneous sigh. Yeah, that was uh, the, the, the the first of of likely many inane Simpsons frankly, references. I think I'm out. That yeah. was what I was hoping for. The simultaneous <laughs> sigh. I'm out. I mean, like like the the Vegas dealer. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm out. All right. If you aren't familiar, here's the basic premise. Between 1956 and 2001, the CIA enacted a program to systematically kill the entirety of the world's bird populace and replace them with government drones. Now, real quick, you said that, and that is exactly where this research comes from. And I'm going to I'm going to tell a little behind the curtain when we were talking about uh, we were working on our outline in our notes. And I said, you know, John, you did it. Uh, I I write a lot of the outlines, and you you took care of this one. Oh, you did a really good job putting this together. And you said, "Yeah, you know, when the research is all bunk and doesn't matter, you can really just have fun with it." <laughs> 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 Not now. Spoiler, spoiler. It's funny because it's true. Anyway, all right. And and what by the way? Do you, do you guys know what was the name of that CIA uh, program? Oh, what was it's, it called? It's quite amazing. Did it have aviary in the name? No, that's that's part of what's so great. Water the country. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Is, that that yeah. is uh, yeah. the name of the program. Yep. Which actually, and it get, involves uh, chemtrails as well, but we'll get there. <laughs> All right. Hey, so this, the, the group, the group of birds aren't real, have been the, the quote unquote whistleblowers for, for the conspiracy since they first learned of it in the 70s, according to them. Doing the Lord's work. you damn right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. are damn right. Oh, guess what, though? The CIA's plan worked. And I mean, it worked well. Now, <laughs> every living bird on Earth is, in fact, a drone. See, I threw Not living. on Earth. Not on Earth. Only in the U.S., guys. Oh. No, that's, not, that's not true. Uh, 95% of the birds in the U.S. aren't real because some do get in through can from Canada and Mexico. It's a little-known fact. Trump's wall, it wasn't about keeping out immigrants. It was a prop to send radios or, uh, sorry, microwave signals north for birds trying to get into the U.S. from Mexico to intercept and kill them. I did see that, but I also saw that it said most other countries have also done this. And they cited China as an example. China is an example. China is not all of them. And then, you know, Finland Finland not being real, that's a problem. All right, well, a failure of research, uh, a hex on all of us, uh, a pox on all of us. Well, I I disagree. Uh, I mean, that's part of the the point of this is to enlighten each other, is it not, gentlemen? Isn't that why we're holding hands right now? (laughs) I was getting ready to kumbaya. That is not my hand. There is a fact that we're overshadowing. And if if some of them have been missed, shame on us. There's no true birds left. They are just gone. And it, maybe some some in the, I don't know, the Eastern Bloc countries that he's talking about that yeah. might be. Uh, but that's the your Iberian conspiracy. Peninsula. That's your guys' conspiracy. That's the conspiracy. That, that's ah. it in a nutshell. Now, you're thinking to yourself, now, what if I find a, you know, a bird split in half with its guts hanging out on the side of the highway? Is that a drone? Yep. All sure you hunters, are. all you hunters, thinking you're feeding your 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 family for Thanksgiving, or you went pheasant hunting. No, no. Guess what that is for dinner? Synthetic meat. Yep. Anybody? What? Did anybody notice, by the way, uh, years ago that everything rebranded to KFC? It's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. Why do you think that mm-hmm. is? Yep. FDA. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't call that chicken. This is. We all ch- know it's not. It's actually chicken adjacent. Yes. Well, Joe, you might be saying to yourself, but what about all of those birds mm. that are just sitting on a wire, not named Goldie Hawn? Nah. And <laughs> the answer is, those are charging stations. That's those right. drones are charging. That's now, right. that just feels right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That just feels like if God didn't make it, someone invented it. Well, as, you know? Brent, as a former, as a former, um, you weren't an electrician, Bird. but person who worked in electronics. Yeah. Can you confirm that that's exactly how they would charge? Uh, due to my shill check payments, I cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> and I'm actually going to have to erase this from the, the conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. You haven't forwarded on my You'll half understand of the shill, or check. you'll get a visit. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a direct deposit. Anyway. Anyway, all right, fellas, 
Let's uh, before we before we get into the details, the history of all of this. Uh, listen, we're we're having a lot of fun here. But what what, what do you guys think? I, 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 we don't need to wait till the end to talk about like what we think this is. Do we think this is a tongue firmly planted in cheek, some sort of uh, a performance art, perhaps? Uh, uh, you know, Andy Kaufman style. Uh, do you think that uh, uh, they actually believe this? What What do you think's going on? I mean, just from a basic glance over when I first started looking into this, because I was aware of this. And it was a ha 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 funny, you know, you've, I've seen the, I've seen, never seen the billboards, but I've seen the stickers and things like that. I had never watched Mac and Doe talk until I watched the videos with him. And this is firmly planted in my mind in this performance art. Like he did this and then just like they yelled cut and he just started laughing and high-fiving all his friends. Mm -hmm. And then when it started taking off, you know that he was just like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> hell yes, in my mind. But what do I know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's fair. I, I think I would probably lean towards uh, what you're saying, Brent. Probably a little bit of that, a little bit of a Robert Hamburger-style uh, internet, you know, fun. But... I mean, I do think, you know, when you consider a lot of the other topics that we've discussed many times, like, and what people think about things like the Bilderberg Group yeah. or, or things like that, I think, you know, you look somewhere within this and you think there, there could be not only a nugget of truth that people actually kind of believe this, but there could be a nugget of truth in it of like, is it that hard to believe that some of what we think are birds are surveillance drones. I don't find that that challenging. Well, to, in the world we live in the most hard part to believe is that the the U.S. government would be that successful at a project. <laughs> a they would point. never get a 100% success rate. There, that there's is, just that no is a way. This point. is what was not voted on party lines, 100% pushed through and just done. <laughs> yeah. and, and we're lucky that any of this information even trickled out. You know? <laughs> so so my, my take on this is, I, I think you guys are probably right. It probably started as uh, whether you want to call it performance art or a joke or whatever. Although I do think that, you know, because the other thing that you have to ask isn't just what did Mackendo, uh, uh mean by it. What do the hundreds of thousands right. of supporters mean by it? Mm -hmm. Why are there, there 600,000 Redditors behind this thing or however many, whatever the number is? Right. And I think I think it's a greater. Uh, I don't want to get too deep here, but I, I do think it's a greater commentary on like the conspiracy world and like that we live in a world that is anti-truth, and like mm -hmm. you can take your science and your facts and go elsewhere, and I think it's kind of a comment on that whole thing. Like, right. uh, and, and I this mean, was an early. Yeah, this, the timing yeah. of this is not a coincidence. Right. Like it started in 2017. Think about it. You know, it started it's a, in. 1987. 1987. I, 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 you seen the, the commercial? The and in 1987, the, Photoshop well, it started didn't in exist. 1951. But mm. okay. But the, the the point is, uh, our our, mar, our modern take on it. Uh, we we became aware of it in 2017. That's uh -huh. my point. Like, so I think that I I really do. I think it's a comment on uh, on kind of this anti truth world that we live in. Mm -hmm. And and but instead of being like when you think about flat Earth, I think that there are people that actually believe the Earth is flat. We know that. I don't think anybody actually thinks that birds aren't real. I think everyone is in on the joke, and and they think it's even funnier. When you are like this reporter that interviewed McIndoe, right. when you were like, I don't get it. You need to come clean. You need to you need to give me the wink, that's, the nudge. You need to break the fourth fucking yes. wall. And they're like, no, well, that's the funny fucking part is that we're not going to do, do it. it. Yeah, that's the that's the sorry. But sorry, Mr. Kaufman, I don't get your joke. Right. You know, exactly. that whole. Yeah, that whole thing. And it's. <laughs> It, that's my favorite is when these people, if you watch the videos, they have these guys, they'll have people in Chicago, New York calling out like, birds not real, Lord! and people are just looking at him, not getting the joke and right. just being like, oh my God, which is the difference <laughs> from like what you said with the flat earthers that are the joke. Right, right, right. <laughs> they're right, not right. in on it. They're and not in on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah although, although you do have to feel sorry for someone who's literally never heard of the thing. 
And someone just runs up to him and yells, birds aren't real. Yeah, like, yeah. What? Okay, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> real, real quick side on, on Flat Earthers, because I just saw this not too long ago. Right after, so it's going a while back, right after we had Tweedledee and Tweedle Dipshit on our show to talk Flat Earth, they were on another show. Are you talking about Seabot and Kyle? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were on another show where they called him in and they're like, great, we're really happy to have you on here. And there was like a live broadcast just so we could do this. Click. And they hung up on him and they laughed no way. for like three minutes solid that's amazing and then they had people call in and talk about what idiots those guys were i'm like that is what we missed out i'm on. so jealous i wish we would have done that that's <laughs> incredible and missed opportunities all right so kids those are the basics but when we come back we'll give you the alleged history of this nefarious scheme some details on how these winged weapons are used and some other useless information that is after the break on hysteria 51 That was good. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) I definitely use it. I I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. (laughs) Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The new bell. Sounds Beautiful. different. A little bit. <laughs> the new bell. I don't like the pitch. That's a reference, Joe. Uh, over the last, you know, two years or whatever it's been, uh, Brent had experimented with a different part of the T for two cha-cha um, and oh. it was not well received. You know what's funny is now that I've switched back, now the other people have came out of the woodwork to send me emails to me like, dude, no, that one is so aggressive and I don't like it. I'm oh, like, okay. there's well, no you know winning. What? You know what? There's listen, no winning. Listen, well, no, those other people, is. those other people, those are the people that drink new Coke. Okay, <laughs> they can if they can find it. Now, let it's, me know. now it's new sh- new Coke sugar free. Did you see the, there's a <laughs> oh, there's they're a, doing that? Well, it it hasn't been released yet, but there is a massive amount of people that are already ready to be up at arms about well, I tell it. You what, it's even not, though they haven't tried it, it's not going to be confused with New Four Loco, which is hard Mountain Dew is coming out in 2022. I'm, I'm pretty oh, excited about that. Did you see that? No. But uh, I'm excited. PepsiCo and Boston Brewing that makes Sam Adams are partnering to make a hard Mountain Dew, three flavors: regular, raspberry, and watermelon. It sounds like Did a winner. Guys- Four loco is what me and Goforth always bring if we're going to Stemler's. Oh, that's true. When we when we used to show up to Stemler's parties, we just bring Four loco. 
and for loco on purpose. He just assumed he's and the kind of guy that he, would he be would always have like work friends there. Right, if you don't, if you guys don't get to it, you can take it home with you. I got a lot in there already. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that does sound like Stimler, but uh, we we would uh, we'd show up because he'd always have like work friends there, and we were just doing our best to embarrass him. Like, look what we brought. <laughs> That's Christopher Stimler, Esquire. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's correct. So yeah, yeah. So uh, um. I almost. That wasn't making fun of him. That's more making fun of me because I'm not a lawyer yet. <laughs> well, it's like John Goforth, CRMC, or whatever the heck that stuff is that I have <clears throat> in your uh, no, contact the, name in my those phone. Those are the things that make him. A John Goforth, MD, is what you meant. No, MD. it's pronounced no. empty inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway. All right. So. Um, what are we talking I gonna, about? I was going to comment on. I, I, I was going to comment on one of the comments from like four comments ago, and I've already forgotten what the fuck you guys said. You got to well, keep up, well man. Well done, Joe. Well you done. You got to keep up, man. All right. If you want to know We're this not, conspiracy, it's not COVID anymore. You, if you want to know this conspiracy, Joe, you have to know its history. <laughs> so you go right to the source: birdsaren'treal.com. That's how you All know right. it's it the is most a official, beautiful site. So, kids, we are going to give you a synopsis. Of what they claim to be the history of this conspiracy. So let's hearken back to a simpler time. 1946. The war just ended. Some TVs were getting color. <laughs> Communism was on the rise in the U.S. and we had to stop it. That's right. So let's create the CIA. We'll stalk Americans and boom, done. Yeah, we can't have any pinkos yeah. around yeah. here. That's yeah. right. That's right. Those fears were then exacerbated by the discovery of uh, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg as Soviet spies in 1951. Yep. We talked about that mm -hmm. on one of our episodes in the last 300 or so. Yeah. See, Johnny, you got to understand, the, the one thing was clear. To keep the miracle we wanted, we needed to amp up our domestic monitoring efforts, which just seems right. It does. Right? It does. Exactly. And it was perfect time because... America couldn't do any wrong, so you know, monitor away. Well, says here's the, the thing: citizens. if you want to protect the ability for individuals to have as much liberty as possible, which is what America is built on, you must surveil. <laughs> if you want freedom, we have to take it away. We must why not let you have it. Why is this so difficult? I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but freedom isn't free. Well, it costs folks five. like you and me, yeah. How much does it cost? Bucko five. Well, if you don't pay that, who will? <laughs> uh, wah, wah. Oh, All right, boy. so. You guys see, you saw, you see Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Josh Hartnett's a dreamboat. All right. Uh, I'm definitely, by the way, after this episode releases, going to uh, comment on Hysteria Nation about how political the show is getting. <laughs> Their takes on Pearl Harbor and Josh Hartnett. <laughs> and the communist scare of the 40s. It's offensive, quite frankly. Well, you know who was also offended by it? Alan Dulles. Uh, in, uh, in 1953, he becomes the first civilian director of the CIA. They should, they should name an airport after him. I mean, mm, seriously. That would make sense. A, it's a good idea. Why are there two S's? I can deal with the two L's. I can't deal with two two double consonants in your last name. Throws me off. I hope you don't like Guinness, then. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. I said your last name, not Touché. your beer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the you don't dog. know Sir Guinness Guinness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the originator of the beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they go on, uh, and again, this is all coming from birdsaren'treal.com. They go on to tell us that Dulles put cameras all over the U.S., uh, but then he, you know, he said that's not enough. So again, 1953, he put it's hidden like, cameras all over the U.S. Mm -hmm. 1953 was like London now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, CCTV everywhere. everywhere. A little known fact: it actually did not uh, spring from his desire to to surveil. It sprung from his creative desire to lay down the groundwork that would result in the show Candid Camera. Oh, <laughs> he was really in the. He was twenty years ahead of his yeah. time. That tracks. That yeah. tracks. Yeah, Dom DeLuise, uh actually uh, was a big part of this whole conspiracy. Yeah. So so Dulles wasn't happy with just these these hidden cameras that they put everywhere. Mm -hmm. So he goes to Eisenhower and he says, "Hey, listen, man, I've got an idea. Let's put cameras in the sky." Mm -hmm. One camera in the sky could do literally the work of hundreds 
on the ground. It just I makes want sense. hundreds in the sky. Then. Okay. This guy was Six Sigmaing way before yeah, Motorola that's created true. it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Dulles receives easy, easy approval, and he scurries off <laughs> to figure out. I like that he said scurries. <laughs> I do picture him being a guy who's kind of scurries. Yeah. Why did, wh- sir, why do you crab walk? <laughs> It's all very technical. He kind of looked like the uh, uh, the the Nazi with the top hat in uh, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, <laughs> I know that's probably not true, but uh, that's the way I envision him. Are you him. scurrying? I don't know what you mean. This is a standard human walk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean standard walk. Um, so so uh, so he scurries off to figure out what's going on, and and that's when shit gets real. Here, we'll just read to you from the website for the next part. We're not yeah. even going to try to. Uh, 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 we're not even going to try to <clears throat> encapsulate it, yeah. Brent. It is believed that the initial plan for killing all the birds and replacing them with flying cameras was thought up one weekend in May of 1956. Dulles and his team hated birds with a passion <laughs> and were heard on many occasions calling them flying slugs and the scum of the skies. <laughs> That just feels right. Yeah. And they would often poop on their cars in the parking lot of the CIA headquarters and, quite frankly, all over the D.C. metro area. There's one guy with, like, a really big bird feeder next to the CIA headquarters. and. (laughs) And like little did he know, having all of that grain right there led to the oh, demise no, of every bird ever. Oh, because his name was Herr something or other, because he was a German. Like, <laughs> yes, my pretties, that's my German. We will. We will. <laughs> he, he was German. We so will like, revenge <laughs> the night. No, uh, no, he was German. So he said, like, "Oh, birds! <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do some uh, shit." And you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe you uh, look for the convertibles. Uh, something, something. Then I love Hitler. You know, it's German. <laughs> ich bin ein Bird. Ich bin ein Bird shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, as they they pooped out of the, the the DC metro area, he goes on to say, "I believe this was one of the driving forces that led Dulles to not only implement robots into the sky, but actually replace birds in the process." They did not need to kill all the birds and could have launched a quarter of the robot birds that they did. But the pigeons in D.C. at the time were absolutely ruthless, dot, dot, dot. And that's from their site. Yep. They were eating very well as American morale was high. People were feeding them uh, much more in public parks and on the street. This in turn created huge amounts of pigeon feces that would inevitably find its way into the windshield of many men and women, all of whom grew not to only hate pigeons, but all birds. In a a stolen transcript from an ex-CIA deputy, she says, yeah, the higher-ups were so annoyed that birds had been dropping fecal matter on their car windows that they vowed to wipe out every single flying feathered creature in North America. (laughs) (laughs) Look out, Mothman. So, uh, you know, pardon the phrase, but two birds, one stone. Oh, my. Yes, yes. Oh, my. Wow. Uh, you, you kill all the birds, and you get to spy on all Americans. Yeah, that 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 checks a lot of boxes in the, the real column to me. I mean, poop on your car, kill all. In, incredible, just mass genocide of an, not just the invasive species that you don't like, all of its well, you know, friends and loved ones and relatives and anything like it. If you're not just going species. You're going up to like genus uh, and phylum. Uh, phylum and I think it's a phylum <laughs> class. Maybe I don't know. But you know, if there's one thing that there is no evidence of, of course, is that any member of uh, the highest level of political organizations in America go and find ways to enact things for their own pet gains and projects. Oh, that doesn't true. ever happen. <laughs> it's never happened. No. So, like like yeah. Bill Gates didn't just want a picture of somebody sitting on a toilet. <laughs> Have you seen the oh, so yeah. the, the, the thing he made that like turns um, uh, wastewater into drinkable water? It's always demonstrated by like this person sitting on a toilet and then showing how all the pipes go and do mm-hmm. their thing. There has got to be a better way to show this than than the way they are currently showing it. Well, he, he needs said, to invest into a designer. No, no, no. He did that because he had all of his young female interns sit on there, and he put a bird in the toilet. 
Uh, see, see, yeah, see. That was a slam because everyone knows somehow he was a huge poon hound. That just doesn't feel. That is the next conspiracy. How was he I, I pulling tail? With you. <laughs> yeah, that dude could have been a billionaire, and I still don't think he could get laid in a morgue. I don't know though. Brent's like, I still wouldn't do him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Lisa look at me like that? <laughs> I would. <laughs> All right, so kids, the next part of the story is. A bit long and intricate and maybe even a bit boring, but to sum it up, they head to Area 51, I'm not making that up, <laughs> to figure out how to kill all these damn birds. Alien technology being reverse engineered? Check. Check, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start checking off all of the uh, the, the inter- boxes, intertwinings yeah. of this and all of our other well, We already episodes. had Nazis. Yeah, check. Yeah. Nazis, check. Uh, after some trial and error, wait, did we, we know we injected the Nazis though, didn't we? Well, they, they inject themselves into everything <laughs> yeah, along, with, along with the tracking implants from Microsoft. So I mean, we're right. all, it's all coming yeah, back. That's trails. true. That's true. Check. Oh, Kim Trails are well, yeah. they're, and they're they're coming they're coming here in just a well, few a few quick moments. So, also, Eisenhower gave it approval. Reptilians. Check. Mm. <laughs> oh, where was uh, where was uh, our Venusian friend uh, Valiant? Oh, Thor? you know he was the one behind half of this. They, that purple skinned good looking bastard. He had his, <laughs> he had his weird non fingerprints all over this. That's right. After some trial and error at Area 51, they settle on a specially formulated bird poison. I'm putting in quotes. They called it a bird poison that they went on to tell you, quote, will give the bird a virus that could be passed on to other birds. It's almost like a flu. (laughs) But I I mean, I, I love how it's a bird poison. Like, I'm okay. Let's just say for a second, this is constructed. I love how they, they like they are they're planting bombs for you on mm-hmm. purpose. Like we're calling it a poison, then we're telling you it's a disease. Right. I, I, I just I really enjoy that. I, I uh, kudos to the uh, to the auteur. It's well, played. well, well. Fast forward to 1963, and guess what? We're down 220 million birds. They're dead. JFK is in office, and he learns of the plot because you know it's on a need to know basis, and he finally stumbled on it. While impressed by the whole industry of it all, he still orders the plans shut down. Guess what? Two months later, assassination. Or just making way for less birds. That's right. Or was it? That's true. So the story goes on from there involving shenanigans with the Gulf of Tonkin, which most good stories involve. Sure. Uh, Recruitment of robot engineers with acid. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't point out one little thing. The reason why JFK found out about it is because he had installed surveillance throughout all of the federal government buildings to try to figure out who kept stealing his sandwich from the White House cafe (laughs) uh, uh, kitchen every day during lunch. I put my name on it. Exactly. Every day. <laughs> I mean, how many JFKs are there? How many kids have we got in this place? <laughs> Somebody bring me Jeffrey Kent. I'm firing him. <laughs> He's out of here. Put him in the gallows. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, like I said, acid. Yeah. Like you said, LST. They get a whole bunch of robot engineers. Uh, these shenanigans. Well, and back then, they weren't called drones. They were called right. robot birds. Yeah, ro- That's it. Uh, so, That's an important distinction for one reason or another. Right. So shenanigans continued uh, on their ultimate effect to wipe out actual birds off the face of the earth until 73, they say, when a whistleblower came forward. A hero, one might say. <laughs> so from the website, from the website, it says, who shall remain nameless as we do not know his name. <laughs> also, from here on out, we'll call the unnamed source because it just feels right, and they like to do it, the master. The master. Mm-hmm. All right, tell us about that, John. So the master shows up at the doorstep of a teenager named Clark Griffin. <laughs> I need your help. So the master tells him the whole story, and together they launch the first Birds Aren't Real movement. Hi, I need your help, teenage boy. Will you help me have a movement? <laughs> God damn it! I'll do it for America. <laughs> so let's let's head back to the web. The let's head back to the website for the next part of the story, Brent. The the website because there's not a lot of them. There actually are, unfortunately, well, but they all just tell you about yeah, going to this website. Uh, so Clark and his team continue. This is from the website again. 
Cargan and his team continued to campaign and build support, calling politicians to no avail and traveling to public forums to voice their truth. They reached a tipping point in 87 when they attempted to release an advertisement on national television during Super Bowl 21. <laughs> However, the government stepped in and confiscated the original film, banning the ad under fears of compromised national security. So quickly after this event, the offices of the Birds Aren't Real movement were raided by the FBI and many of their important documents given to Clark by the master were confiscated and uh, placed in a top secret location. As, as one is to do instead of just, you know, d- destroying them. Uh, the team did not let this affect them, and they continued to try as hard as they could to spread awareness and bring the heinous crimes to light, holding rallies until 1991 when Clark Griffin disappeared during the 91 rally in San Francisco, last seen holding a sign and marching up Market Street. All right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I> guys. <laughs> I love, I love that he just disappeared. Uh, but let's pause there and and let's check out this banned Super Bowl ad because mm-hmm. the good here's the good news. There's audio. There's even video. It's on YouTube and their website. Let's see how real this thing is. I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. We all remember where we were when that happened. But what if I told you that something far greater was at play in this very moment? A saga of government corruption so entrenched in our society that to expose it would make Watergate a mere footnote in the pages of history. For the last few years, my team and I have been investigating the biggest crime ever perpetrated on the American people. Since the Eisenhower administration, the U.S. government has been committing genocide on the entire bird population and replacing these birds with sophisticated robot replicas equipped with five megapixel cameras and a sophisticated tracking system that can follow your every movement. I know this is horrifying, but please remember, stay calm. It is estimated that by 2001, 90% of the birds that we see in the sky will actually be surveillance robots. We must act now to prevent this from going any further. Join us, and together we can make 1987 the year that we take back our freedom. I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. Actually, go watch it. See it. Um, it's really, really well done. You know, they, they kind of intersperse some 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 real clips from back then, and then uh, some some good Photoshop to make Five it. Five uh, megapixels. It's not, it's not Photoshop. It didn't exist in 1987, uh, John. True. You're right. You're right. My mistake. My mistake. <laughs> you dumb bastard. Uh, well... <laughs> You sheep. <laughs> <laughs> you you bird. <laughs> so, um it, it's uh it's it's a fun it's a fun commercial and it is also also solid proof that this has been going on since at least the 80s. Oh, I mean, yeah. Because because you can't watch that video and think that was made today because I mean look at look at the style. It's obviously yeah. from the 80s. Look at the outfits. So we fast forward to 2001. And that's the year that they say that 95% of the world's birds and all of them in North America have now been eliminated. They are now all drones. You don't think there's like a a turn, an Arctic turn out there somewhere just holding on for dear life? (laughs) I think it's highly likely. An albatross (laughs) around someone's neck somewhere uh, sailing around the Arctic. Come uh, sail away! Yeah. Come sail away! Yeah, so literally, they say the, the the birds aren't real movement went from being a preventative cause to simple information dissemination. Right. So in the eighties, they were saying if you're not careful, they're going to eliminate all the birds. Mm-hmm. But when we get to two thousand one, they've eliminated all happened. the birds. But we don't realize it because we still see birds every day, flying, charging, watching. If you really pay attention to their behavior, is this really that far-fetched? I mean, come on. Did you guys watch religiously the videos posted all over during the pandemic of penguins at different, like, zoos and the the aquariums going around, like, investigating other animals? Give me a break. Oh, my God. You mean surveilling them. Lisa and I were were in an aquarium, and they had a pause because they had the penguin parade where the penguins walked through the entire place. You can watch them looking at all the other animals, like, in a parade, and they just walk. Well, yeah, and they took pictures of you. They were just taking pictures of us. Yes. We're those taking little of, fucking eyes. I, know. I thought those flashes in their eyes were just reflections of other people's uh, phones, but I realized they said no flesh photography. Uh, yep. mm. 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 All right, mm-hmm. so this is a lot to take in because it's all true. So let's head to break. When we come back, 
Where can you find the group now? What exactly are they up to? And of course, some frequently asked questions. That's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. Ah! Nothing better ah! than a good FAQ. Good. We're, we're mixing it up with both of them. John, I like that you wrote here just facts and underlined it. Like everything that we have, I know you meant FAQ. Everything we've been saying on this is a fact. So it just seems redundant. No, that's, that's exactly isn't what I this, meant. Isn't this redundancies, John? It is a little redundant just on Hysteria 51 in general. But shouldn't it? That, isn't that the disclaimer? I mean, Everything I know said should asked be taken as fact. That's true. I know these are frequently asked questions, but when you say it fact, it, it just made me have to giggle well, because all this is true. Isn't an exclamation point redundant? But my point um, when I, I'm, I'm talking I'm, or when I'm writing, yes, because <laughs> everything I say is exclaimed. <laughs> he also and he's not writing in, in Spanish, but he puts the upside down one in the front, too. So I mean, that <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, it breaks all the rules, but somehow it feels right. <laughs> well, frequently asked questions, kids. Let's go through some of them. Each of us we're, are going to take you through a frequently asked question. Well, John, can you answer my first question then? Because it's a doozy. Sure. What are eggs? Oh, Brent. <laughs> What you the hell have I been silly, eating? Please tell me. Silly, silly man. The eggs, quote unquote, that we see in the 21st century. Which real quick, as we went to a deli before this, Joe goes, mmm, straight to the egg salad. <laughs> 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 it's true. It actually did get said. <laughs> and with that, we make a nice segue into the next episode that we'll be doing. Yeah, Clairvoyance yeah. is uh, <laughs> true. All right, they're all. Right. Oh, by the way, check another. Uh, uh, they're yeah. all intertwining. Yep, all here. So the eggs that we see in the 21st century are specifically designed by the government to appear indistinguishable from what eggs once were. When birds were real, of course. Has anyone ever heard of the egg board? Why do you think the egg board got created? When the government replaced the species with robotic replicas, it was key that these replicas sustained the same activities that their biological predecessors did, including producing edible eggs. All right. All right. So then if you said edible, the next logical thing being edible things. What's bird poop? Because that was the antithesis the to this thing. entire thing. Yeah. Joe, tell us what bird poop is. <clears throat> Well, uh, no. <laughs> pass. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> well, bird poop, while originally thought to be oily discharge from <laughs> earlier bird drone models, after further research was found to be disproven. That's not oily discharge. No. Bird poop irregularly falls on vehicles in large amounts. <laughs> Recent studies show that 87% of bird poop in populated areas falls on people's cars. Why is this? Well, guys, as is wont to happen when we're revealing things on uh, Hysteria 51, mm -hmm. confidential documents leaked in 2018 revealed that bird poop is actually a form of liquidated tracking apparatus. That's just, that's, Yeah. Yeah, tracks. we all know what you know that that's something that gets <laughs> well, employed well done, on a regular John, basis. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I was wrong. Bill Gates did put the tracking devices into the vaccine. <laughs> oh man, he just made. Uh, you drove yourself here, right? And what color was your car? <laughs> what color was your human car? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I meant it. <laughs> Miss Lippy's car is green. Number two. Number two. Number two. Your second inning. Ah, yes. Simpsons if you walk, reference. oh, no, oh. that was Billy Madison, but it's okay. Oh, we're gonna oh, get through right. this together. You're right. If now, if you walk outside, guys, and notice some bird poop just happened to fall on your car, be aware you are now being tracked. I wish I had known that back when I bought the Turner Diaries, uh, which is you know <laughs> the CIA watch list book that I. We walked out, and your car was just covered Co in. In what could be called an alarming amount the, of tracking. The only way apparatus. I can properly describe my car in that instance was as though a, uh, what do you call it? Um, large gloved hand? A, a large uh, 
amount of seagulls had just left a dumpster at Del Taco? And close. <laughs> it, it, it was as though a, um, what's the construction equipment? That oh, like a things? crane? A crane had come and dipped my car <laughs> in a vat of bird poop. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sticking uh, with large tracking apparatus. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Of tracking appar- apparatus. All right. Well, then the other way, big one, and the one I was talking about earlier is how mm-hmm. do we explain bird meat? You know, that substance that we've been eating or telling ourselves we're eating. Well, all meat found in birds, quote unquote, as they say on their website today, is 100% synthetic. If birds suddenly became inedible, the government's entire scheme would have been compromised. Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so in order for their transition from real bird to drone replica to make sense, they had to imitate all parts of real birds for their copies. That's why they're, if you cut into a bird, there's no robotic parts that you can see because you're just too dumb and don't realize That's what's right. really going on. So this includes the tasty, tasty treats, that the, the, the insides of them. Uh, you're eating a robot. Edible meat, just synthetic. You're eating the robot. Synthetic meat is actually very accessible in modern times. Even fast food operations openly using it. Someone watched that that pink goo and went, mm-hmm. Uh, the government simply had access to these modern technologies, as they always have, probably from a downed craft decades before the general That's public. That's right. Reverse I engineered. An, I heard so an we interview. got Velcro and, and, and goo. And Tang, <laughs> I heard an interview with our with our stories hero, and, and he referenced specifically Taco Bell and McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's common knowledge. Ninety percent of the meat that you're eating is is actually not real meat; it's synthetic meat. Common knowledge is is, is the way, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, I just uh, uh, anyway. Well, that's the that's the most scientific way of describing. That's true. That's true. Knowledge. Now, guys, I have a question here that I will also answer. You're perfect. <laughs> I have a pet bird. What do I do? Answer. Well, kill it immediately. <laughs> Not to startle you, but you have a highly advanced governmental surveillance drone in your house, <laughs> watching your every movement, picking up every word of your conversations, and sending that data to the Pentagon. <laughs> Pet birds were actually unheard of before 2001. When all birds became surveillance drones. At this time, the government started a propaganda campaign normalizing pet birds. Wow. If you think about it, a pet bird in a cage doesn't even make sense. The animals are supposed to have endless sky to explore, not to be held within a cage in a house. It's true. You would be best advised not to bring up any matters you'd prefer to remain confidential around your quote unquote pet bird. Calling Base calling base. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> Cracker. Uh, now, this one kind of goes along in the next one with what we were talking about. You, yes. were, you brought this yes, up, Joe. Joe brought it up. Uh, is the only the U.S. or did other governments do this too? Unfortunately, the bird drone problem exists in other countries as well, and they are more open about it. In fact, the Chinese government has openly admitted to, to surveillance drones disguised as birds. Of course. You can look it up. You can look it up. Russia and other countries have openly admitted to testing this as well. The only difference uh, with the U.S. is that the government isn't open and honest. Shocker. Which is, you know, that's pretty much typical. I love how they just throw in stuff like that, and you're like, yep. Because everything in that last paragraph was true (laughs) (laughs) it's brilliant joe i have a question for you yeah i've encountered a bird in my life what do i do should i be concerned well first off panic and light yourself on fire yes that's that's number one i mean doctor am i right to suggest that it's time that we all crack open each other's skulls and feast on the goo that's inside? Yes, Kent. Yes, you should. <laughs> Simpsons reference three. Yes. So, John, here's the thing. First, breathe. Remain calm. It is vital not to panic. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way, remember that this experience is not abnormal. These birds have likely been watching you for most of your life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good to accept that. Now, once you've regained your composure, oh my God, oh my look God. the bird straight in the eyes and declare the following statement confidently. I know your secret. I know that you're a surveillance drone in disguise. I know that behind those beady eyes are cameras soaking up data and sending it to the Pentagon. I am on to you. I know you are not real by vocally establishing dominance, John, over the drone in this moment. Your fear will subside 
and it'll allow you to remember you are the human, and that is merely a robot. Mm-hmm. And important- by the way, that's a C-bot spot right there. Yeah. Don't ever tell me when to chime in, you asshat. <laughs> yeah, C-bot, I feel like you should have a lot of at least information or understanding on this whole thing. No, nah, this is complete and utter made-up horseshit. Unlike me. Yeah, that tracks. That, that makes sense. Well, we, I mean, I don't know. Have we discussed before, Brent, like in, in your development of Seabot, can he learn or is he limited by the knowledge that he's been given by you? Well, I, I like to think that he can't learn because it makes me feel a lot better for his choices. <laughs> and I think I just want to leave it at that. <laughs> Fellas, I want to end with the most important question that could be asked of yeah. all of this uh, in the FAQ session. <laughs> How important is the apostrophe in birds aren't real? Can it be spelled birds aren't real? I think when you were writing this out, uh, it, uh, spell check caught it because it spell corrected check it. corrected it, yeah. <laughs> well, what is spell check but a robot? Yeah, a, a robot, exactly. This is just more of the man keeping us down. Exactly. <laughs> they tried to placate Brent by offering to add Murica into his dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so, interesting question. The term birds aren't real is usable. But the apostrophe is important as it signifies more than just grammatical accuracy for our movement. It's legitimization. <laughs> to us, the term birds aren't real without the apostrophe may lead birds people to think real. that we don't think what we're ta- or that we don't know what we're talking about. The term birds aren't real may immediately cause someone to not take us seriously. I love that they put this in. Please spell it correctly because you make us look bad when you don't. The, 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 you know. The movement that says all birds are robots, you make us look bad. Yeah. Tongue <laughs> You're making me look like a cheek. goof. The, the term birds aren't real may lose our movement potential, bird truthers. The spelling birds aren't real may delegitimize our movement. That was sans no, that, apostrophe. Sound, yeah. Uh, it may delegitimize our movement as well. For without the apostrophe, it may look as if bird truthers are uneducated. For us, birds aren't real without the apostrophe is very inadvisable. Always choose birds aren't real with the apostrophe over birds aren't real without. We're not those flat earth assholes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yes. All right, John, like you said, let's bring this home. First, where does this thing actually come from? I think the most important place you can go, you can go when you look at this shit is the Audubon Society. Everyone. Well, think about it. It makes sense. John, what did they say? The, the, this is a quote from an article Af, from after the, um, after the three full paragraphs of ha, 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 ha. this is oh, after that and the, they are not laughing they do <laughs> not find this funny yeah, no true. absolutely that not is, that is true uh, quote the creative muscle behind the avian inspired conspiracy and thinly disguised marketing scheme <laughs> is 20 year old Peter McIndoe, an English and philosophy major at the University of Memphis in Tennessee. McIndoe first went live with Birds Aren't Real in January 2017 at his city's Women's March. A video from the event shows McIndoe with a crudely drawn sign heckling protesters with lines like, Birds are a myth. They're an illusion. They're a lie. Wake up, America. Wake up. The idea of selling birds aren't real goods, he says, came after the stunt gained traction over Instagram. Mm. Since then, the movement has mostly gained traction via the the interweb. Surprise, surprise. That's how it always goes. Uh, With millions of followers on Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, you know, the usual suspects. And it definitely struck a chord with society like the the it delved into the cultural zeitgeist nicely in the last few years also they sell some pretty cool shit i've, I've got to <laughs> admit know? it's called truther gear so funny enough I, re- I i discovered them through facebook not through the website and you know on facebook it's a lot of them like in amazing. 1987 when that original video actually came Brand out and it was suppressed it, it was never suppressed. came out yeah Otherwise, are you kidding me? I would have been all Pay over the fuck this. Attention. Oh, but I, I will admit, I agree. Like, they're, the site, the merchandise is strong. Well, that's my thing. So bring it home. Here's my thing. Go to birdsaren'treal.com. Look at the homepage. It's a sales page for Birds Aren't Real yes. merch. And I think that speaks 100% to what this is. And they're not even trying to hide it. No. And they're doing that on purpose. And I am more apt to buy from them because of that. A hundred percent. And the fact that when they go, this isn't real. And he goes, yes, it is. That's my kind of humor. And that's it's what, so like, awesome. I think a lot of people it's lost on them. Unfortunately, this is hilarious. I mean, we sell merch and what the fuck's wrong with selling merch? You know, like, I don't understand. Wait, do how you, people- do you quote unquote 
sell merch or do transactions actually occur, John? <laughs> Touche. No, I'm saying like it's it's hysteria it's, nation. By the way, that's my plug I'm as an outsider. Down. Buy from these men. Buy, buy, the pe- buy from these men. Buy the he, is, he is wearing. Both of you actually have hysteria based shirts on me. That's right. Not so much. Not today. I'm. I'm is it the Pontiac the brand or just I'm a really big fan of Pontiac, mm, Illinois? Pontiac, we may never know. Pontiac, Michigan, Pontiac, Michigan. Is, a, is a beautiful place this time that of is, year. That's true. It's no Pontiac, Illinois. True. I'm not bashing him for having the sales page. I think it's great. It, the guy uh, is uh, a smart in, in that way. It speaks to 100% of what it, what it is, which is just drumming up business and and what one of you said this week you saw birds aren't real sticker. Yes. You know? Amazing around the corner from my house as I was describing the movement to a friend, which was the more bizarre part and actually made me have to stop for a moment and think, wait a minute, were those pigeons surveilling me? And did one of them just put the sticker up? Well, they were charging. That's, True. Yeah, they were charging. True. Yep. yep. All right. So. All right. As we bring this home, uh, we'll leave the final the final word for Joe. Uh, I will. Um, I, I, I just I go back to what I said. Uh, it feels like two hours ago. Uh, it was probably a lot less. Uh, in that, uh, yeah, I think this is um, this is something that they they started on a lark. That McIndoe started on a lark. A <laughs> lark. And oh. I see what I did there. Yes. He's had like three wow. of those that he didn't even mean to do. Oh, stop it. it! I didn't mean to. Um, I've been researching this thing for three years. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I think he started You're on a lark, to the game. and and then the reality is that it took on a life of its own, yeah. and. Because it, it did, it really did hit a moment in time where people yeah. were like, oh, yes, let me sink my teeth into something like wait, this. Wait, 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 a moment in what? In yes! <laughs> yes. And God, God, it's good I'm to be back. It is good to be back. I actually agree with both of you guys on this, but, you know, it's it's one of those things that's fun, but it's also, I I think it's one of those ones where there's enough it's like it's like it's almost like anyone can find enough of of even laughing about it enough within it where it's like there's a little bit of a reasonableness to this. It's not as outlandish as some things, even though it is ridiculous. <laughs> you just want it to be true. Let's be honest. Uh, of course, well, I, does... I, you know it's more freaking true than the people who believe the QAnon stuff about the pizza place, That's true. See, which That's true. doesn't even have a basement. I've eaten pizza there. Uh, <laughs> you've literally been there. In 2012, multiple Is times, they were a major customer of ours uh, at Groupon. No shit. We used to go there all the time, no, and, the and I've been there you a million are thinking times. Of when you think Groupon, his group on the worked with was a multinational child smuggling conglomerate. That's exactly right. Out of the <laughs> Soviet Union before the what fall. Was it was an anti-child smuggling conglomerate oh. that employed Russell Crowe uh, <laughs> to go in and res- rescue children from oh. the jungles of South America. That, that checks. That that tracks with me but i mean it it it's funny to me how much of a a real is my point is a real like vehement following you can get from some things that we've talked about even on this show that are so beyond ridiculous compared to something like this that we laugh at and it's like no we don't we don't think it's real Wait, are you trying to say that electric sasquatch is ridiculous N- no i didn't okay. say okay. i didn't name names but at least this following is in on the joke exactly That's and it's it's, in, it's funny to me that there's a reasonableness to the concept of a drone that looks like a bird maybe not birds being extinct yet this other stuff right. can have a total and that following. is why we did an uh, entire episode on it and it wasn't just a news blip that's right that's right we love love awesome. this kind of just approach so guys were you familiar with this nation did you know of this have you seen the birds aren't real i've never seen the billboard and i'd love to see one of those mm-hmm. uh, if you have let us know and where can they let us know john they could even post a picture on hysteria nation it is our facebook discussion group where we talk about things like birds aren't real like electric sasquatches like pecker being back on the show and we post pictures of it all if you would like to join in on the fun and you haven't yet just go to facebook.com and search hysteria nation that's right I always what if remember. they want to leave a voicemail with a picture is there a phone number oh, they can do that at? 773-669-7277 again 773-669-7277 now, how would they leave a voicemail with a picture would they would they have to type in like the text, ascii code no you can text to that uh i guess you can send a text a picture no you'd have to like literally like like the old 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 days you type yes, in a bunch of eights in the and then sevens like, and yeah. space space spend 
God damn it, I ruined it. <laughs> I, Call back. Start over. I fear for what... What Pandora's box has just been opened for Brent monitoring <laughs> oh that God. voicemail box. <laughs> right. You have 300,000 new messages. <laughs> All right, kids. Well, if you forgot any of these, you can go to hysteria51.com. You can go to gofopedia.com. And you definitely should go to birdsaren'treal.com. Oh. And you can also go to hell. He, yeah. he was kind of quiet this week, so I was waiting for something like that to be said. <laughs> Welcome back. I think that's the takeaway from this. Episode. Welcome, welcome back. to be here. And I, I would be uh, remiss if I, I wasn't uh, to tell everyone, as I often do, meet us up at the James Joyce Pub uh, at uh, about <laughs> seven o'clock tonight. We'll see you there. After. Immediately we'll after, we'll see you, see you guys. We'll yeah. be right there. And also because our next week uh, we're talking about clairvoyance, I just want to let everyone know. And with that said, I've been Brent. <laughs> I've been John. <laughs> I've been Joe. He's, I mean, Pecker. <laughs> he's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.